1: podcast network asia
0: the characters and events depicted in this podcast are entirely fictitious any similarity to actual persons living or dead is purely coincidental this episode contains languages that some may find harmful and disturbing listen at your own risk Welcome to Quickie, a podcast filled with Filipino short stories for your listening pleasure. In this episode, we present to you, Ang Tampalos Los." The year,
1: 1998, Katanduanes. I was coming home with Dick Boy from a dance in the next village, when we both got horny in the middle of the way. Our sole source of light as we walked was the moonlight. We just met but couldn't help ourselves from each other due to the influence of alcohol. I've only been here in Katanduanis for two months, but I can already understand their language. I was used to my mom and dad who passed away when I was 15. I was an only child and the only reason we stayed in Manila was so I could go to a good school. Now that I'm at the right age, I chose to come back and live here in Viga. Instead of crossing the Bordang Bridge, Tikboy and I threaded down a treacherous <laughs> path into the woods. I remembered something my mom used to tell <laughs> to scare me. Don't go into Bordang Bridge. Someone will grab you there. She also said if it wasn't a mermaid from River Oko a monster called Tambaluslos will capture and rape me. This small creature has big lips and sagging penis and balls love taking victims who were its type. It misleads them inside the forest before it has its way with them. For fear of my life, I asked my dad once how I could escape the monster. He told me that I could be saved if I turned my shirt inside out. And because of how shallow this creature is, it will laugh from seeing your nipples. Its lips will swell up and you can get a chance to run away. In case you're in a situation wherein it's already close to you, you need to find a way to tickle the tambalus loss so you can escape. It's funny to think about how scared I was when I was a kid while now I'm trudging down Burdang Bridge with dick boy. I wasn't scared anymore because the arousal is stronger. I didn't know being horny removes fear. I mean, we could do it at home. But it's so much more exciting to do it this way. Inside the forest under the bridge, our lips crashed together and our tongues thirsted for each other's saliva. The grass served as our floor, and we were completely oblivious to the many possible creatures around us who might want to dine on our flesh. With both of us naked, our bodies were like snakes, wrapped around each other as we hid in the shadow of the bridge. The breeze was cool, and our movements were as peaceful as the flow of the river Oko. As we positioned ourselves to blow each other, the cricket sounds served as our music. 69, one of the best positions where you can both satisfy each other. Where the only language is feeling, and the medium of communication are our bodies. Members inside each other's mouths, tongues inside butts, nothing else could compare. Fuck me, tick boy. I said with saliva dripping from my mouth. Are you sure? He asked. Yes, I said while reaching for a condom from my wallet and handed it over to Tick Boy. Are you sure this hasn't expired? Assured the asshole. I don't know. That's always in my wallet for emergencies. We both laughed. Tick Boy positioned himself and slowly put on the condom. Oh shit, it tore. For fuck's sake. I stared at him wide-eyed. Damn it, Tick Boy. That's my last one. It tore because of your huge peonies. Dick Boy scratched his head. Well, why did you even put it in your wallet? That deteriorates the quality, you know, he explained. Sorry, I didn't know. Don't you want to do it, Bear? Dick Boy asked, which I immediately shut down. No, let's just jerk off. There's always a next time, right? Dick Boy inched closer and kissed me. His hard dick tickled me as it poked my balls. Answer my question first. Will there be a next time? Of course, as long as it's you. Shit, that sent butterflies to my stomach. It felt so nice to hear. We continued kissing. Even though he just sucked me off, his breath still smelled good. He brushed his thumb against my lips and pushed it inside. His fingers swirled inside my mouth, and as he nipped on my neck, I couldn't help myself. A few seconds later, he asked me to open my legs, which I oblige. Like a pail, his fingers scoop up saliva from my mouth and use it as a loop for my butt. He started with one finger, and when I could take it, he inserted three. As if I haven't gone mad with Flesher, he sucked my hardened member. I don't know what he does, but his thumb keeps on swirling from glance to shaft of my erection. Shit, dick boy, this feels so good. A little while later... I hear a chilling laugh. I jumped in surprise thinking that somebody might be watching us. Did you hear that, Tikboy? Tickboy replied in confusion. What? I heard nothing. I tried to feel my surrounding, and as I scanned the darkness, I saw an image. There! Tickboy looked to where I pointed. There's nothing there. It's probably a carabao. No, Tickboy, that's not a carabao. A creature with buffalo-like skin emerged from the darkness. You can easily see its huge, throbbing lips, as red as a coctusino. Its terrifying smile was flying with yellow liquid that was either saliva or pus. Its thin strands of hair seemed like they were falling out of its scalp. As it slowly approached us, we could more clearly see its whole body. At first I thought it was crawling with its tail, but it turns out to be its long penis and ball sack. Atambalus los? yelled Tick Boy. I couldn't believe that a creature from my mom's old scary story is now standing in front of me. Tickboy told me not to move. He carefully reached for our shoes and clothes and stepped behind me. He faced me towards Atambalus los and caressed me. What the fuck, Tickboy? What are you doing? We should run! I pleaded. Stop. Just trust me on this, he assured me. He continued stroking his hands all over me that leaned against his naked body. I was frozen and shaking in fear. I can't feel my erection anymore. A little later, the asphaltic boy moaned, I got do I remembered my dad's words on how to escape a tambalos los. So I fondled my naples and moaned with Tikboy. Boy. It's funny, but a few moments later, the Tumbalus lost lips swelled up. His small eyes could barely be seen anymore. With this, his penis and balls also inflated. Tikboy Boy signaled for us to leave. We ran up the Burdang Bridge and cloated ourselves there. I was in disbelief that I encountered a creature from my mother's stories. I got little sleep that night. Tikboy Boy and I didn't even separate properly. Monday came and I was coming from Ross Elementary to ask help from friend to employ me there. I wanted to take a tricycle home but they didn't want to waste money. The walk home wasn't that far away anyway. And another thing, the tambaloslos would probably not attack me anymore since I am never going down that bridge ever again. There's still fear in me when I reach the Bordom Bridge. So I waited for other pedestrians I could cross with. I spotted a woman holding dried taro leaves on her head. I tried to walk with her in a way that wasn't too obvious. When we were in the middle of the bridge, I noticed my surroundings getting darker. I looked up to the skies and when I looked down, I found myself alone inside the forest. Fuck. I felt goosebumps when I realized I was alone. I could hear my own heartbeat. I wanted to throw up. Not too long, I heard a very familiar laugh.
0: Thank you for listening to Quickie, powered by Podmetrics. Quickie PH is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia. Do you want your story featured here on Quickie? Send us an email through quickieph at gmail.com and we will read it every Thirsty Listener story segment.